What's up, buds? And welcome to the new episode of the Earbuds Podcast, the podcast where two friends talk about one album for many, many, many minutes. We are your hosts, Ash. It feels like flying Hanrahan and Lucas, but maybe we're dying in Drakovs. And today we are talking about an album that you brought to the podcast. Yes, sir. That you forced us to listen to. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, right off the bat, I mean, we're talking about the, the album is called, it's by a band called Mir- Miracle Musical. Mm-hmm. And the uh, title of the album is Hawaii Part 2. It's going to be pretty tough to find this album. The band name is All in Hiragana, I believe. Is that what that is? Yep. Is that a, a... Japanese language? Yep. Yes. That is Japanese. Yes. I, um, I can. It's crazy how I can tell the languages now just based off of the characters. Like, I was never able to do that before. And yeah, slowly started to get better. Not just with that, but with like all languages. Yeah, same. You know. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like, like, never thought I'd be able to tell apart all the all the different alphabets and characters and and the Asian yeah. languages. And it's like they are really distinct. It's it like I'm not even trying, but it's just like it's something that comes with age, I guess. Is you see these languages enough, and you get enough association. We're just becoming cultured. You know, I'm like just like kind of traveled. You know, maybe like leave like, your house for once. You know, every I now and Discovery then. Discovery Channel like a couple yeah. times a month. Go eat some so. ramen, eat some pho, learn yourself some culture. <laughs> but the first thing I gotta ask Ash is, uh, what the fuck is this record supposed to be? Man, this this record is an enigma. I'll tell you, my buddy Sam. I don't know what to think brought- of this thing. My buddy Sam brought Black Rainbows, the track mm, on this to me. Great song. And that's the only reason I ever have ever known about this album. This album I heard about before Tally Hall, which I don't think is many people's experience. I don't know if you know who that is. I didn't even know that this band was essentially a side project of Tally Hall uh, until I was able to do what very little research there is to do on this on this album. And yeah, right. I don't have. I've never listened to Tally Hall. Do you like them? Are they anything like this? It's they span a similar range of influences and genres, but I'd say this is an age like wine, much more matured version of anything they were trying to do on their projects. Okay. Uh, I mean it's it interesting like Tally Hall must be kind of a big band because this this album has millions of plays on it. Yeah, it they're kind of a cult band from I think okay. the like thousands or even twenty tens. The thousands? Uh, the the two thousands. Oh wow! I was like Jesus. Are they vampires? <laughs> they might. Be. Are they the undead? Very well. <laughs> <laughs> the late two thousands. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, because this and, album came out ten years ago at this point uh, in twenty twelve. Yeah. When the world was supposed to end. Yes, December twelfth. 12, 12, 12. I'm still upset that that didn't happen. Well, we're getting through it day by day. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a slow decline since. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slow burn. But so your friend showed you Black Rainbows. <laughs> yeah, in like, if you're a fan of music, this track is gonna interest. It's you. so cool, man. right off the bat. Yeah, it's such a weird vibe. Uh, we'll get into specific songs later. Yeah, but this entire album has such interesting atmospheres with each song and influences and 
ranges and dynamics, um, production things Top that notch, I haven't dude. seen on many other albums. Yes, I mean, yeah, we'll get into the production for sure, but just right off the bat, I feel like we need to explain what this album kind of is because it's kind of a concept record. It, yeah, it's clearly it's say, it's a musical, right? Yeah, it's it's a miracle musical. It's a miracle musical. I mean. The only album by this band, though, yeah. there is Hawaii Part 2, Part 2, which is, like, instrumentals and remixes and stuff. Ooh, I'd love to hear that. Uh, on Bandcamp. Okay, it's yeah, like, that's not on Spotify. No. No. Um, there was a single that I think came shortly after this album. Yes. Uh, and I think that's about it from this band. And this this is a concept record, certainly, but one of the widest ranges of interpretations i think i've ever seen on a record absolutely because like that intro track which i love the super depression era type of (laughs) musical jazzy stuff i love the way he's singing um yeah but it does not set you up for what this album is going to sound like because the, the the vibe the vibes just the album spans like you said so many different genres and cultures from pop to indie to like electronic dance music to like straight up musical theater and then fucking hip hop. Yeah. So like, I think you can categorize this almost as like world music in a sense. Sure. Yeah. There's a, there's a song where all the lyrics are either in Japanese or French. Right. There's so Um, many different cultures and genres that are influencing like the overall songwriting that it's really hard to put this album in any sort of box. Yeah. It's all over the place. It's extremely experimental. It's extremely creative with not just the songwriting, but the production choices, the lyrics. Yeah. um, Have interesting things that I didn't even know before. There's a track on here called um, The Mind Electric. Dude. I was telling Christina about that track. The entire first half of that track is the song played backwards, except for the word insane, which is played forwards. And then the second half of the track starts playing forwards, but the word insane is backwards. backwards. And it's just like stuff like that. That happens throughout the entire album. Yeah. And that, that switch up was just so seamless that it's out of nowhere. I didn't expect it to happen. I didn't know what was going on. And I listened to this album the first time a couple of years ago, cause you recommended this to me yes. and I did this for my album, the day reviews. And I was really caught off guard by it back then and really enjoyed it. Really, really enjoyed it. I had no idea what to expect. And I remember you gave me a list of, like, let's say, ten albums. And I yeah. asked, okay, out of these ten, what do you really think, like, what would be a priority? And you said this one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a... It, it's, like, it's an interesting album above all else. If you if you care about nothing else, it's extremely interesting. It's always... It's going to surprise you at nearly every turn. Dude, like on Black Rainbows, um, like you mentioned, the uh, I love that song so much, and that the vocoder part, like ooh, mama, ma, ooh, ma, yeah, my, the, uh, like Hawaiian, the I think they're speaking there. Throat singing. Oh, it's throat singing. Yeah, that's what I believe in. Uh, yeah, but who's speaking that part's Hawaiian? In Hawaiian, oh. it's the colors of the rainbow. Oh, that's awesome. That he says. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, but he says he repeats the uh, the color black because it's. Black ah, I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. I mean, the like you've, I think you've pinpointed what makes this album because the music is, is 
pretty incredible and pretty impressive as a whole. Yes. But what really makes this album stand out to me is the production. Like, throughout the entire record, it's mm. just the choices that they made. They made such interesting, so, a lot of times kind of trippy choices with, like, how loud they would make the drums and the bass sometimes. Yeah. The random uh, choices to auto-tune certain vocal parts that clearly don't need to be auto-tuned, but it's great. <laughs> like, whatever the... You know, the one that's all in Japanese, the title, like yeah. the guy singing has such a cool voice and doesn't need to be auto-tuned, but it does add a lot to it. And there's so many um, things going on throughout the record and so many group vocals and, and background vocals and layered things that a they're doing. A lot of main vocalists even uh, right. on different songs. Yeah, and I got to say, I like the main vocalist. I don't even know who that is. Uh, but I love it, man. And it's and th- with the mind electric, it's like, who thought of that? Like, was that something that when they were just going through the song, they were like, hey, we should play this backwards and see how it sounds. Like, who who thought of that? It's it's the entirety of the song is played backwards as the first part of the song, and I I I have my quibbles with it. But the first time yeah. I was listening, I was thinking, "What the fuck is going on?" And then out of nowhere, without any warning at all, it plays the song forward. The first time I listened, I didn't even notice. Really? I didn't notice until like the second verse. I'm like, "Oh wait, these instruments like sound more normal, and I can understand." It's like your brain was already kind of like rewired by that point. Like, yeah, it reminds me of like when uh, you ever seen those things like uh where. Oh man, it's like when you see shit written down and you don't realize that because the way that they like bold letters in a word that you're reading it backwards and you don't realize it. And it's like you get kind of right. used to reading the word yeah. backwards and you realize that if the front, like the last letter and the first letter are bolded, it's way easier to read it. So you kind of like go through this whole paragraph and you're like, holy shit, like I can read this whole thing like I'm reading anything normal and it's and it's all backwards. And it's... yeah. I, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they knew that they were going to do that on the Mind Electric and they just they just pulled it off amazingly or they just one day, like, someone put it on reverse and they were listening and they were like, oh shit, this is really cool. It's, it's extremely interesting, especially since it's a track based around, like, insanity. Right. You know, and it yeah. kind of, the longer it goes, you kind of start feeling a little crazy yourself. Because it's like three straight minutes yeah. of a reversed song and just like all these noises coming in and you can hear this like weird progression and this pulsating fuzzy guitar keeps going through that song. Yes. Uh, which is another great interesting choice. Um, I it, Another production choice I love on this album is on the song Murders. That is by far mainly, the most musical song on the record. Yeah, it's mainly a piano and vocals. It sounds like Sweeney Todd. <laughs> it's Sweeney yeah. Todd. It's, it's like, absolutely devious. It's it's criminal. It's creepy. It's very creepy. And yes, it's almost like Jack the, the Ripper is like right around they, the corner or something. You know, <laughs> they made the decision that when he was really gonna start banging on those keys, they're gonna let the mic clip a little bit. You know, I didn't like that. I love that. I thought that was fantastic. I didn't like the... Pro- that was the only song that I didn't really like the production on. I thought... Uh, I mean, I didn't like the parts that were kind of like Sweeney Todd, you know. It, but, man, when he goes... when he, It's going to happen in a musical. I know. I just don't like the saloon-style production of the piano. It kind of sounds like a, <laughs> you know, like a Western bar. Uh, but when oh, he gets to the, like... I love it. 
the Fountain of Infinite Mirror part. Like that. Yeah, that melody of that whole section is just gorgeous. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Um, the vocals on this record as well. Like yeah, on Dream Sweet and C Major, where there's such a these, good song, man. These like old '50s sounding uh, acapella, like. It, like the commercials you would see from the 50s when they're advertising yes. butter or something. Or like Hawaii. It just, it sounds like one of those like, you know, classic like white people in the 50s loved going to Hawaii. And it was just this kind of like romantic Hawaii. Like how do you make a song sound like from the 50s but super modern, right? super Hawaiian, super tropical, but then somehow it's like electronic and it's indie and it's I, all these things you know, combined. I think you've touched on something. Another aspect of this album that makes it so great to me is this like beautiful blending of not just genre, but also like time periods. Yeah, for sure. You know, like we and, said, the and, intro track is like a straight up depression era kind of crooner jazz song. But the album hasn't aged a day since 2012. No. I'd say even it might still be ahead of its time. I, I mean, <laughs> I it's one of those that are so ballsy and experimental um, that it doesn't sound like from any one era. So it's really easy for yeah. it to not sound dated, especially because the production is just like fucking like just throughout the whole right. thing. But it's fucking. I mean, dude, you have... There are songs on here that sound like Andrew Bird. There are sound, songs on here that sound like the Gorillas. Yeah. They're, I mean, it's they're all over the... Like, Murders kind of almost have, like, a Beatles vibe to it at times. Yeah, like, kind of creepy White Album Beatles yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. And, and, again, like, we keep harping on, like, the Mind Electric, but it's just like, you know, you're not going to hear... That is balls. That is guts to put a song it, like it's that. It's quite a fucking decision. And then right after that, it's like this backwards forward song. And then Labyrinth right after that is like Clint Eastwood Gorillaz style like hip hop track. Yeah. And surprisingly, whoever's rapping is actually pretty fucking good. Which you wouldn't expect from, you know, something like this where they're just like, you know, you don't expect good rapping to be on a fucking indie album. You know, on a musical right. thing. Like, I don't give a fuck about Hamilton don't don't tell me about Hamilton, all right? I don't want to hear about it. Like I'm sick of that guy. But like, are there? You know, I don't see you as a fan of musicals. I, you know, that might just be because I haven't been able to watch many. You haven't fucking I've dived seen, in. I, I, my mom had the Cats VHS mm. when I was uh, just a wee lad. I've seen Wicked in concert. I've watched Hamilton on Disney Plus, and honestly, that's about it. That's like my entire experience. I mean, with I'm kind of the same way. I I had a friend. Well, he's still my friend, but growing up, he was super, super into musicals, and he forced me to listen to Wicked and Rent and a bunch yeah, right. of stuff. But like, I'm also not a big musical guy either. But then when I sit down and think about, it, like, I always think I'm like, oh, I hate musicals. But then I think about it, I'm like, I love Grease. <laughs> I love Little Shop uh, of Horrors. I, I think you are we've talked about this when we were thinking of doing a, like concept records back in, yeah. in Mortales is that there's a certain aspect of concept records that you just immediately aren't fond I just of. like ride I ride it off immediately because 
I don't like a concept record when they're ha- they're forcing themselves to be so strict to the concept. You know, this sure. is a concept album that spans six or seven different genres of music. You know, so it's and so it, it might just be the same thing with musicals. I think it is, right? yeah. In that, like, there are these musicals that, like, Little Shop of Horrors, I'd say, might be a little cheesy. Oh, but it's definitely. like interesting enough. Dude, Rocky Horror, love Rocky Horror. <laughs> I mean, but South Park, it's bigger, longer, and uncut is also one of my favorite musicals. Really, it's an amazing musical. Is that true? Have you never have you never seen it? No, I haven't seen South Park longer and uncut. Fucking kidding me! When it came out, I was fucking in elementary school. I was watching South Park in elementary school. My mom wouldn't let me get the VHS, dude. Jesus, you gotta grow up. It's a, you know I don't. Know I have people, grown up, and now I'm not going to watch South Park on my own volition. I don't know if people consider it a musical, but I do because there's a lot of music in that in that movie. I mean, they did that. They did the Book of Mormon, which I hear they is did, amazing. Uh, I've never seen it, but I heard it's really good. I, I like it. Got a couple awards, man. Yeah, like they not surprised. They know what they're doing. They absolutely, and they're super into musicals. And I'm always surprised when there's a lot of comedians that love musicals. Comedian specifically? Comedian specifically. Doug Benson, Scott Ackerman, PFT, um, uh, Jason uh, Mansukis. Like, there's a lot of comedians that I listen to that are super, super into musicals. And it kind of made me think about them in a different way because, you know, I started thinking about my childhood and I was just like, dude, I love The Labyrinth. I love Grease. You know, and there's all these movies that. I mean, Grease is a straight-up musical, but there's a lot of movies that just have so much music being performed in them, and I fucking love them. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe I right. am into musicals. Oh, it's I kind mean, of I scary think like thought. anything else, like anything else, like movies or uh, fucking TV shows, like you're going to be into some. There's something so cringy about musicals, though, specifically, especially the <laughs> the performers. That's true. Well, it's kind of. It's it's a very ancient art that has taken a long time to kind of evolve. Yeah, that's true. You know? That's true. It, it was they were stuck in this like Leonard Bernstein or Andrew Lloyd Webber era, like Cats, like you mentioned. Like they were just stuck yeah. in this like lame ass, the same musicals for thirty years, and then now like Lion King's amazing, you know, and like all these different, they're, you know, they're like Spider Man the musical and shit, but. Yeah, I've heard disaster stories. About oh yeah, it was it was a major disaster. Okay. Uh, but I'm just saying, like musicals are, are starting to like uh, American Idiot. You know, like they're starting they're they're modernizing yeah. themselves, which it's I can SpongeBob. I can appreciate. SpongeBob better musical. Weirdly enough, I've heard it's pretty good. Oh, that doesn't surprise <laughs> me, man. Uh, yeah, you know it's it's interesting. Like the older I get, the more open I am to that stuff. But I was in theater all through high school, and the people that the real theater kids because i was in it just to not have to do pe right yeah <laughs> i mean i enjoyed it, was it. Fucking, like physical it was my elective yeah it was yeah. yeah i i enjoyed it um i enjoyed acting and everything but the people that were really into theater were some of the most obnoxious annoying high energy people i've ever met and i can't imagine people who are like super into musicals they must be the most annoying people to hang out with uh, they can theater kids and theater adults uh, are a very t- uh, particular breed. They are. They have a certain people. energy to them that really annoys the hell out of me. Um, but I'm sure I have that energy for a lot of people too. So, 
Well, sure. I mean, we're all fucking Whatever. human beings. You know what I'm fucking saying? Yeah. I mean, with all that said, man, I don't know how much more we can break down this album without really getting into the songs here. So, yeah. Let's go into our. Let's pick our two favorite songs. Right. Mention our honorable mentions, the ones that almost fucking made it. But uh, what was your first choice, Nuck? This is the you brought this album to me. You've been yeah. you've probably been listening to this for what almost ten years at this point. I you know it. This is one of those albums that I really like, but I only rarely listen to just because I don't want that shimmer to fade. Right, you I know? totally like, get that. Yeah. Every time I go into it, I forget a bunch of stuff about it, and I'm all, I'm like surprised again. And you, it's I feel like there's only a a real select few songs that you can listen to on their own. Yeah, but I think my first nug might be one of them. Uh, and it is, sir, the first one I found. It is Black Rainbows. That's Thank one of you, mine, Sam. too. That's one of mine, too. It's gotta be. Thank you, it's Sam. It's such Mongolian throat singing. Is that it? Yes. Yeah. Um, that, going the whole time, this kind of almost hip-hop beat yes female vocalist whose harmonies oh fucking gorgeous beautiful yeah absolutely gorgeous real I, like i don't yeah I, and they do this the thing i love and that rarely happens where she starts off the first part of the line and like the last word of the line all the harmony comes in which it sounds almost like um like a manufactured harmony it sounds like they're putting her through a, a thing a little bit, yeah. yeah. And I love the what they do to her voice with all the reverb, spacey stuff that they put on it. And dude, yeah, like you said, uh, the gorilla's groove on this song is very apparent. Yeah, they throw in a couple like wood blocks in there that kind of sp- give it some flavor. That kind it's of like, Middle Eastern guitar stuff that's going on at some point yeah. there. It's one of the shorter songs on the record at uh, two and a half minutes, but man it's it's fantastic it rolls so well after isle into thyself which yeah by the way we got to talk about the, like the track list on here we got to talk about like the fucking ordering of tracks here oh sure yeah i it's, mean it, it's organized in a way of a musical where yeah. it starts out really strong and then kind of like gives you this sort of i i feel like the music almost gets more intense as it goes but yeah, you know, like I Unto Myself is a has a great rhythm, a great groove, but yeah, once Black Rainbows comes in, you're just like, whoa, this is starting to get kind of like a little kind of dark, a little like foreboding sounding a little bit, but it's still beautiful and ethereal and spacey. Yeah. That super deep like brumpy synth bass that they have going the whole time, <laughs> like I fucking love that. But yeah, as yeah. it goes, like White Ball gets in, is more intense. It's almost like a suspenseful feeling. Like Murders it's- is super fucking intense. I would say, like, Black Rainbows is where the album finally starts to kind of show what's going to happen here. Because you yeah. can go through the first two tracks, first off, not knowing they're two different tracks. Second totally. off, kind of thinking you know what's going to happen on this record. Yeah. B- then Black Rainbows happens. White Ball sounds like some kind of, like, weird ballroom uh, song. Murders is that... That kind of like slamming, creepy vocal. Yeah, that like there's a murder on the loose kind of vibe, you know. You just gotta kind of give up figuring out where this album's gonna go and just go for the ride, man. And I just want to know 
what your fucking second nug is and if you have any honorable mentions. Oh, absolutely. I don't know if you'll have it. Oh, you know I do, baby. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, Black Rainbow's easy, easy choice nug for me as well. Yeah. Uh, honorable mentions, White Ball, the one right after. So, sure. so cool. I love the the melody on that whole song and the the female vocalist, like her shaky delivery just adds to this kind of suspense, nervous energy throughout the whole thing. It's great. Yeah, there's like these weird ad-libs kind of thrown out like almost by accident yeah i felt like people were just talking <laughs> yeah it was it kind of like i don't know it gave it a cool feeling to me saint design do 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 like it's gorgeous uh yeah right like wait what i literally thought someone talked to me like because i was walking my dog while i was listening to it one time and i turned around i was like the fuck like i it sounded like someone was right in my ear uh, but White Ball, for sure. Um, the one that I don't know what the title is, because uh, it's all in... in what's, it, what's it called? Uh, Hiragana. Hiragana. Yeah, that is a fucking great song. Um, I love that the trumpet's on it. It almost sounds like the, the trophy ceremony in, in Mario Kart. Yeah, <laughs> right. <it does. laughs> like For sure. Um, but I love his voice. Um, the Mind Electric, just for the f- sheer fucking balls to, to do something like that labyrinth like so good uh stranded lullaby and dream suite and c major the closing track was almost so so close to being my choice my second choice nug that track does not want to end i don't want it to there end are, either like, three false endings on that yeah track. that's true and i am fine and with it what i didn't know uh before today when i went on genius is that it incorporates so many parts of all the previous songs on the record. Really? So it's almost and like that it is the ending song of a musical. Yeah, it combines the all the, it's a medley. brings back a lot of lyrics of past songs, yeah. a lot of like melodies and themes. It's a great bookend too. Cause so cool. the first song, the introduction to the snow and the last song, they're just such great bookends because he does, he starts out with the same vibe, you know, and yeah. then it goes, it goes somewhere, but you know, just like it's happened in so many other albums that we listen to, my choice nugs are, Usually, a lot of times, back-to-back. Oh, you're, I I had no idea you were going to pick that one. Isle unto thyself. I, you were a mile unto thyself. Like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do. It's kind of like a weird Frank Sinatra. Yeah, like cigarette in one hand, fucking whiskey yeah, in the other. whiskey in the other. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, it's so much fun. I love the rhythm and the groove. The drums are, like, really, like, kind of jazzy you know yeah they're they keep the energy up yeah um this flows perfectly from the first song perfectly. you wouldn't even know that it's it transitioned those background um, vocals are so nice yeah another hawaiian vibe so cool and like the bass sounds like it's fretless and you know i fucking love fretless bass Yep. That pop, 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 pop of the background vocals. It's just really cool. It's really original. And, but I know that they're homaging music that really did happen, you know, in the 50s and 60s and stuff, that when everyone was yep. obsessed with Hawaii. Uh, but he's, they just made it so fucking cool that I can't get over it. I love it so much. It's, it, it just doesn't, he gives it that modern twist. It kind of has, um, these back of vocals almost give me a hyper story vibe. 
Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like it, like, and then the part with like that he's his voice is going through like a vocoder or something like. And those weird progressions, very very musical theater. Like I just, how do you get a Hawaiian vibe? And you pull it off with all the little synth things that they're doing and the jazzy drums and the crazy like effects on the vocals. It's just it, it so It just feels like impressive. this none of this should have worked. No, it shouldn't. And I shouldn't like this. <laughs> Straight up. But here we are. But baby. here we are. Like I should not like this song. And uh really I shouldn't like this album at all. And I fucking love this album. So yeah, Idol Unto Thyself. Easy, dude. I mean, that one with Black Rainbows following up, I say that's the two strongest songs, like the two back-to-back on the it's record. It's a pretty strong way to open your album. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt at all. So it's not yours. Uh, it's not your second choice, no. It's not mine. It's it's an honorable mention, along with uh, Murder... Uh, well, with Mind Electric. I yeah. usually skip the first half of that song, honestly, really? after a while. Yeah, it's like... It's good. It is. But it's like... I just want to get to the song. So. <laughs> Murders was my least favorite. Really? Yeah. Well, you're going to have a uh, little shocking for you because I misspoke. Murders is my second note. Wow. Um, so wait, what like, are your other so mentions? First off, it was so hard to pick a nug because all these songs are great. Yeah. Uh, Time Machine is like kind of weird and poppy, um, but in a way that I don't hate. And that I can kind of no. get behind. Dude, Time Machine reminds me. I've brought up this band before several times. You need to check them out. Called Discovery. Time Machine reminded me so much of Discovery. Is that is that the Vampire Weekend band or is that the Skull guy? Uh, no, that's Vampire. The singer of Vampire Weekend and the singer of Ra Ra Riot. They're kind of elect electronic project that they did together, and it's so good. And remi- Time Machine reminds me so much of it. Time Machine had almost an anime vibe to it. Was that just me? I don't know about. That. I don't watch anime, so I, I'm again. All of my opinions are <laughs> just extremely right uneducated. Yeah, <laughs> I rely on you to keep me in line here. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Oh shit! We're good. We're good. We're good. Uh, my second nug is murders, baby. Yeah. I love the vibe on this song. It might be your least favorite song. I love the dynamics of even just the keys on the song. I love the flow throughout the album. There's like supposedly. A 9-11 time signature. You know, I heard... Yes, th- is referring to 9-11. Yeah, that was one of the f- only things I was able to find about this record, that apparently the part two, the the two eyes next to each other, are supposed to represent the Twin Towers. I well, like, find it, it very odd. like, ten years before this album yeah, came out. Yeah, I find it very odd um, as a musical choice, uh, but it's a 9-11 timing. I, I believe this... Um, uh, it's like murders. I think Mind Electric is in 9-11. Okay. Interesting. Well. Um, but I just love the dynamics on this one. The voice. In Jeffel and Fear. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of Sufjan Stevens. Totally. A little bit. I forgot to mention him. But I was like, Andrew yeah. Bird, Gorillaz, uh, you know, and uh, Sufjan, 100% on this song. I love how the music kind of develops eventually there's like i don't think there's any drums but an electric guitar comes in a synth comes in um i love how blown out the mic can sound at times Eh. 
I love it. I think it's a fantastic choice. The the only thing that saves that song for me is the Fountain of Infinite Mirror part or whatever. Like I love that melody. Nothing clear. Yeah. The da na na da na na da. Like it's gorgeous. It's catchy. It's haunting. It's beautiful. There there were parts of that song that remind me of um. What what is that fucking Sufjan Stevens song? He's like. Oh my god! Oh man, I love Sufjan um, so much, but I haven't listened to him in forever. It's, a, it's some song off Illinois. Yeah, I think it's Chicago. Chicago. It might be Chicago. In any case. Anyway, uh, with that said, man, let's get to these fucking ratings, baby. Give it a stretch. Um, give it a stretch. I don't. I. It's, this is seventh inning, y'all kind of get up get your blood moving maybe get a drink or two yeah. and uh we're just hanging out we're just this is we're just, just fucking kicking it with the boys <laughs> yeah man you know what i'm fucking saying i know what you're saying all right i'm gonna go first all right as a guest to this album <laughs> as a new comment. you're hosting me to this yeah. record so ooh, what you drinking what you drinking that's some uh monster juice oh god Poison. With like the Dia art on it. Great. Uh, it's good shit. Whatever. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so I couldn't find my original. <laughs> Did you spill it? Window. <laughs> Did you throw it out the window? <laughs> yeah, just fucking uh, my, I could not find my original review of this album. I went all through my Instagram. I couldn't find it for some reason. Really? Yeah, it was weird. I was trying to see what I rated it the first time. Um, but I looked a couple times and I couldn't find it. Um, if I find it, I'll put it in the video. Yeah, yeah, do that. Just so we can see a kind of difference yeah. in how you think and your rating stuff. For sure. Um, but, like I said, man, I think this album is uh, very unexpected for me. It's uh, impressive. The songwriting is there. The vocals are there. The musicianship is there. The balls are apparent. The uh, the balls are out. Just the fact that they pulled this off so so well uh, is I just gotta give them points just for that alone. And, and adding to that was how much I truly enjoyed this record. Like I can give people props for musicianship all day, but I'll still give them a shitty rating if I didn't enjoy the fucking music. Right? Yeah, we've done that many times. Many before. times, and <laughs> I just love this album man and you know today i was thinking about it i'm like how high am i really gonna go with this and i think i'm gonna give this an 8.4 an 8.4 okay i was i was almost worried you were gonna go too high do you like what what are your gripes with this album do you have any gripes with only gripes i have are murders i didn't really enjoy too much um and time machine I didn't enjoy too much, but literally everything else is either a favorite or an honorable mention. And I didn't even mention the, the intro song is definitely an honorable mention for me. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I really have no complaints except those two songs. And I feel like that just kind of, you know, I got to bring it down a little bit. I got to be a little realistic, you know, (laughs) even if those two songs were bangers, just like everything else on this, I wouldn't give it a 10, you know? So, well, cause you give nothing a 10. Goddamn right. I stay true to myself. There's going to be a chit-chat on that eventually. 
I will. You're too will willy-nilly with the tens, man. You're just like it's like it's fucking. You're giving it's, away it, I, turkeys on Thanksgiving. There are like five albums that I've given a ten, dude. Yeah. You need you need to give out some fucking tens and enjoy your fucking life. You know, there's only one album that's a ten for me. You know this. Okay, but like it's even a hesitant ten. It's extremely. It's not hesitant. even like a solid ten. No, it's very hesitant. Um. And if you want to know what which uh, album that is, you can go back through our entire catalog. Yeah, yeah, go go find it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna give this something higher. The first I time figured. listening to this album, I had no idea what the fuck was happening. You have it's, you've brought the most interesting music to this podcast, I think, between the two of us. Like you have surprised me more than I feel like I have surprised you. You know, I think on those instances, it's always been stuff that my buddy Sam has given me. Really? Because he's just got some weird... He gave me a uh, fucking Diablo Swing Orchestra. Mm. Dude. So this motherfucker is... is He's the weird one. He's kind of a weird one. Okay. His favorite band is, like, Devochka, which is, oh, like... Oh, wow. Super soft, like, yeah, singer-songwriter stuff. Like, yeah. Huh. But also kind of okay. weird. Uh, it, it's... It's not my type of tea. It's not my cup. Right. Um, but I'm going to give this album. This album, great piece of work. Um, you would never know that it's from the people who did Tally Hall until you know it's from the people who did Tally Hall, and then it kind of like clicks. Okay. I need to check them out. Ah. Okay, maybe not. The, do you know the song? Do you want a banana? No. This banana's for you. I'm definitely not checking them out now. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a it's a pretty bad song. Sounds like it. But um my only gripes with this album would probably be I do skip the first half of Mind Electric just cuz it it doesn't do as much for me as it does for you apparently. I just apparently I'm just proud of them for going for that. <laughs> really. Again, I I respect the the guts to do it. Um, and God, aside from that, like the, it, like I'm, I'm not giving this album a 10 just because tens do kind of need to be a certain genre of album for me. Okay. I guess I'm sure many people would give this album a 10 mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Some of these songs have like literally 37 million plays. <laughs> it's crazy. It's it's good stuff. It's really hard for me. It's it's this area of rating that is always always kind of frustrates me because it's so hard for me to put into words why I'm giving this album a specific rating. Like it's usually in the eight and a half to ten range mm-hmm. that I'm I, I like. A lot of it is based on feeling and right. based on like kind of your your emotions through the album, how it impacted you. Um, how it's influenced you. Mm-hmm. And I would say, though, extremely interesting. It hasn't really influenced me that much. Um, it's unfortunate that there's nothing else out like this. It's a one-of-a-kind album for sure. Yeah. But I'm going to give this one a solid... I'm giving it a 9.3. Okay. I I was thinking about a 9, but we've been talking about it. I've been trying to come up with a reason to <laughs> give it... Like, like, a not a ten, right? You know. Yeah, it's weird, right? Because we both love the album a lot, and I still gave it an eight something. 
And it, it's it's like you said, it's like my heart for some reason doesn't want to give this a nine. It's it's just fucking feeling just inside. Turn on your heart as, light, man. As as critical as we can be and as much as we can try to critique this album, um a big part of it at the end of the day is always just gonna be just our personal fucking emotions and vibe yeah. with the album. Yeah. You know? For sure. Yeah. It's not something you can really put into words as easily. And oh um, boy, have we pissed people off before with our opinions. All right. Well, with let's, that said, you know what? let's let's find those people. Yes. Why don't we scroll down a little bit? Let's uh let's bring them in on this one, buddies. Thank you so much for watching and or listening. Uh what do you guys think of this record? Do you guys know Miracle Musical? Have you ever heard this album before? There'll be a link in the description for you guys to go check it out. Uh but because I think it's definitely worth listening to. And uh, we want to hear your opinions on this, man. Do you guys agree with uh, with our thoughts? Like, did you fucking hate this album, or did you love it as much as we did? We want to hear from you. Follow us on Instagram at EVPCast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, Earbuds Podcast. Just search it. You'll find it. We have over 100 other episodes of a bunch of different albums that span almost as many genres as they do on this record. You know, I think we actually... Uh, it is August 23rd when we're recording this, and I think we actually just released our 100th episode. Really? Yeah, I think it was the fucking Silver Sun Pickups episode. Hey, man. Hey. Fucking pew, high five. Good job. There we go, dude. And it feels it only, like our only... 200th. <laughs> we've been fucking speeding to get these numbers up, baby. Dude, we've been, yeah, we've been putting in work. So please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Please follow us on Instagram. We want to hear what you guys think and what you guys want us to listen to next. But and what we got, what you want us to think. Yeah, tell us what you wish we thought instead of what we actually think. Um, yeah. The next episode that we're going to be doing, Ash, is uh, an album that I honestly hated when I was a kid. Uh-huh. And I've been wanting for the last 20 years to go back to it and give it another chance. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is... T- tell me the album. We are going to be listening to uh, Rancid's self-titled album. It used to be called Rancid 2000 when I was a kid because it came out in 2000. But yeah. now on Spotify, it's called Rancid 5 in parentheses. Because it's the fifth album. Because it's their fifth album. So, either I've way, I've listened to a bit of this album already. It's <laughs> we're gonna we'll we'll see. It's a doozy. It's, it's a doozy. There's a it's their most hardcore record. It's their most like straight that's up. That's for sure. It's their most straight up like old school punk record. Yeah. And I never liked it, uh, honestly. So I wanted to revisit it and see if my tastes have changed at all. So, uh, also we've been challenged recently by some of you motherfuckers that we clearly don't listen to punk music. So, I'm bringing Rancid 2000 to the pod. Who said that? Someone literally commented on the OC's uh, video, the review that we did of their goddamn album that we hated, uh, A Foul Form, and said, clearly you guys don't listen to punk. Cringe. And I'm like, wow. Because we didn't like this fucking shit record, we clearly don't listen to punk music? Like, no. Neither of us, we obviously never listened to what that album was based on. Right. I had never listened to those bands. If someone listed a bunch of bands, I'd never heard of any of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't listen to him anyway if I knew him. No, definitely not. But shout out to the guy that left us a really awesome comment, really long comment, kind of explaining what this album is and why they liked it. Like those are the comments that we love, man. We yeah. If you guys hate us, like you can leave those comments too. But we really are just trying to start a conversation. You know, we're just two people that like music and we're not educated on music. We don't know music theory. We're not fucking Anthony Fantano. You know, we're not professional music critics. We're just two people that love talking about music and have very strong opinions. Uh, so we want to hear y'all's, but get ready for the next episode. It's going to be rancid self-titled album. Ash, what would you, five, uh, 2000. what would you rate this, uh, this episode? I'm going to rate this episode a five out of 2000. Baby. I'm going to rate this episode a 2000 out of five, baby. Oh, wow. Yeah. Way, way exceeded expectations. A little different. Yeah, way exceeded um, expectations. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we had different experiences, I guess. Yeah, I was like, this was kind of a disappointing uh, episode for me. Kind of a filler episode, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. it's like really just kind of, we, we got the canon stuff, and we got the filler side of stuff, and this will probably go in that side. This will be, yeah, this will be filler. Uh, this is not canon. But this was good. It was good. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.